0: On this episode of Tabletop Continuum, make a stealth roll with advantage to hop on the wagon and listen in on the budding journey of our Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Making their way to the Crystal caves on orders from the Bounty Folk, Postal Karma learned that being adventurers means losing more than one may expect, in sanctuary, and in support. As we say, welcome welcome, welcome to the world, to the world of more welcome to a new episode of Tabletop Continuum. This is Ty. Um Valkyrie. Melissa. And obviously, it's a little bit of a small cast at the moment. Um Robin is actually spending some time with one of their partners being absolutely cute and wholesome, but we have some stuff in store because we have been out for 2 months. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So, who who's ready to get into some good shit, huh?
1: I lost I one dreaming, of my D6s! Like... No! No!
2: <laughs> no! Find the D6! D6! <laughs> so don't
3: interact <laughs> with me until I find my D6.
0: <laughs> well, I need to get through this lawn ass debrief, so... Well, I know what I'm doing, then. <laughs> I am off. all for going to go ahead and meet myself, just in case, because I tend to make random noises. Yeah, do what you got to, because it's going to be a little bit before your character gets introduced. So, with that, where last we left off. Given Sanctuary in the Highlands Smithshire for a few days, you all made your names known through the town in a wrestling match as you vented your frustrations, but some memories began to resurface for one of you as an old face, Bastia, was in the rain as well, as if to just taunt you with her presence alone. After this weird encounter and the forging of a trophy in your first uh, through your first kill, through turning the murder weapon of your torturous interrogation into a circlet, you were all given fortunes by the town's oracle before Loch, the High Priestess, led you to her home, an orc settlement known as Amaker's lasira, the white prize. In the white prize, you were given your first right as renegades, fighting the high chieftain and the high priestess Lo herself. You succeeded, though not without more memories resurf- resurfacing. As conflict in this manner is not often your first r- your first instinct. With the aid of the high chieftain, he and Anchor bequeathed you all the moniker Postal Karma. However, not all was to remain well, as Siobhan fell to a curse from her trophy. Your stay in the settlement was extended, as you all rushed into the dreamscape with your lead, wherein you fought through your beloved paladin's memories to bring her to her senses and subdue the curse for a time. This was not without other consequences, however, as the time spent led to notable party member secrets being found, and by others. But while being found by others, and duets composed between some of you. Unfortunately, your fate with peace has not been a good one, as soon upon you aiding Siobhan, there was news of a carriage coming through a White Prize with an army rushing after it. The front of the army was the all-too-familiar High Admiral Alex Tellurin. You all rushed to aid the orcs as you rushed outside of the gates of the settlement, bringing carnage to the forces as a carriage rushed inside. Hundreds of guards you slew, but Alex still escaped, no doubt meaning your bounty has increased exponentially in the in the Mitzger kingdom. Worried for your safety? Cory insisted he lead you all to a place known as a bounty folk. With the fear of their homes being nearly invaded by Mitzger forces, the high chieftain and high priestess, inside it, insisted that the white prize move location with their new asylum seekers, Anchor's parents. However, your leave was not easy, as the former high priest called against Anchor's parents' allowances in a settlement, fearing a restart of the bloodbath dinner and the enslavement of the orcs under ramel humans once more. At the bounty folk, you were given a chaotic welcome where your lives were seemingly on the line should you refuse the seeming hospitality. In reality, Lord and Lady Almeric, the current leaders of the Bounty Folk, clarified Cory's dark humor that there is not only choice, but a call of collaboration among the Bounty Folk and yourselves. It seemed your names had spread to here, but no familiar faces outside of your intrepid guide, seemed to be the bearer of such news to the guild. Regardless, after being given a tour of the building by one Lita of you stayed for a few days to relax your feet from travel, mending and breaking relationships in the process. However, now is a new day, and you've been reminded of your initiation into the Bounty Folk, to bring a token of alliance to the Crystal Caves and the native people who reside inside the Cucumonde. As they've requested for aid to subdue their product their protective technology that has gone rogue unexpectedly. You wake up and exit your rooms, and strangely enough, you meet Anchor outside. He's a lot more tense than some of you may have realized. And un- Hardly expected, considering you all had just woken up, he is without his armor. But his armor is also in his arms. What do you all do?
1: Hi, Anchor. Uh, uh, hey, the Cree. morning. Good morning. She tilts
4: her head and looks curiously at him. Why aren't you wearing your armor? Aren't we supposed to get going today?
1: So, uh, I had a lot of thinking last night, and I don't think I could be in Postal Karma for a while. I have a lot to work on, and really, I need to talk to Corey. Bad. Maybe, maybe me talking to him can help you guys feel more comfortable here. Because I don't know about you, but I'm torn on where home is. I mean, one home wants my head on a platter and I've dealt with never feeling like I belong there. And the one place that I feel like I do belong is in danger. Any place that I've been, there's hurt. And, and now there's just a lot of, not only choices, but a lot of decisions that I have to make. So I. I want to figure out who I am, and maybe I need to do this on my own. I've never really done anything on my own, so... so wish me luck, okay? You're not coming with us, then? I... no. I'm sorry,
5: Cree. I do wish you luck, Anchor, very much so. I just wish that we could have had this conversation before you made this decision. You and I have fought for so long together. Well, you're like a brother to me and I want you to stay. I would have wanted you to stay, but I, <clears throat> I will not stop you if this is the decision you've made.
1: I, I appreciate it. I, look, I never really thought that the military was probably the best thing for me. Sure, I can be strong, but I've never really given a lot of things thought. And I really think I need to start doing that. And probably the best way for me to do that is to probably go cold turkey on a few things, at least for a while. I'll well, get to see you again, though, right? It, he puts uh, a brave face. Yeah. Yeah. I will, Kree. We will. I just don't know when, but we will.
2: Kree hugs him.
1: He leans down and
0: holds you, like, his hold on you really tight for a moment. You feel him shaking a little bit before he lets go, looking towards you.
1: Siobhan. Siobhan?
5: Oh, sorry. (laughs) Go
0: ahead. He... Continuing this uh, brave face, you, Siobhan, like, you can really see the tears that are welling in his eyes as he holds a bit of a bro-fist up.
1: Well, see you another time, Captain.
5: We will, Anchor. We will see each other another time. Most definitely. And she bro-fists him and then takes him up into a good old-fashioned
6: man-hug. (laughs) Bro!
0: You hear him grunt, and he can't help but laugh as you pick him up like effortlessly in this bear hug. When you finally
1: set him down, he, he you
0: see his hand twitch, kind of contemplating, went to wipe some of the water that's at his eyes. That as also his armor has clattered on the ground since you picked him up. <laughs> As he picks everything up, well, uh, <laughs> you guys are
1: still postal karma, no matter what. But me, um, I'll figure myself out.
5: Well, so one thing the one thing you don't have to figure out anchor is you are postal karma. You will always be postal karma, even if our paths have to separate. For a little while the world is not as big as we think it is i'm sure we'll meet up some other time
1: yeah keep talking like that captain hmm. i'll try well um i'll see you all and
0: actually he looks around Uh, Before seeing Angus kind of groggily coming out from his bunk as well.
1: "Hmm? What is going on? Anchor kind of, his expression kind of becomes a little more solemn for a moment. "Uh, I'm going away for a while, Angus. Angus kind of looks at him. That like still kind of sleepy in the face. No, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? No, never. No, no, never mind. I'm getting it. I'm so sorry to see you go. I. I won't be gone for that long. Well, I'm kind of looking down at you again, Cree. I really bittersweet head pat as, well you guys as he
2: pats oh. her head um a tear kind of like falls from her face but she's like trying not to say anything
1: well uh, what are you guys waiting for go get that initiation you earned it <laughs>
5: So, like, where are we supposed to go now? Are we
3: supposed to go talk to those guys, or...?
0: Uh, yeah, you could definitely talk to the Omerics. You could also get breakfast, considering it's kind of early.
5: I think it would be wise to grab breakfast before we head out. Creed breakfast. Nod. Yes, I-, I think that's a very good idea. Siobhan nods as well. It won't feel the same without Anchor. But... We must do what we must.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At at which point, as you guys have been conversing, um, Anchor is walking towards you guys, still kind of rubbing uh, his eyes, trying to wake up as Anchor, trying to, like, you can tell that he's really trying to force a confident stance, begins uh, walking um, away, like, through the mess hall to a different
1: area. Mm-hmm. So I take it you're all going to get some grub?
5: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 Kree is kind of like
2: sticking to Angus's side the whole time.
1: Sure.
5: Yeah,
0: that's fair. Angus is a little too groggy at the moment to feel the normal discomfort that that he gets from certain forms of affection, as he just kind of half asleep, like, half asleep like, kind of very gently pats uh, your temple, like, there, there, Kree, it'll be alright. As all of you make your way to the mess hall where some of the bards from the Sentinel um, have already started making some rather nice um, not... Good, not bad. Kind of wake up, getting the headspace for adventuring. Kind of music, as a lot of people are getting their their meals for breakfast. At which point, um, after a bit of time for all of you to sit down, get your food, and begin eating, even despite the somber, bittersweet feeling from the lack of from the lack of one of your friends uh, at the same table. Uh, you can't help but notice Lita, um, in her tiny, fairy form, come up to all of you in an absolute cheer. Hey, guys! Hi, Peter. Oh, hi! Uh, well...
3: <laughs> Yorgia looks surprised and seems to hmm. be matching the enthusiasm as a defense mechanism. <laughs> so, what you got there? <laughs> uh... Food, I guess.
0: Preferably cooked. Anyway, so today's a big day for you guys, isn't it? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yes.
2: Kree is just well, quietly eating her sandwich.
4: What's or whatever wrong? she is. Sad.
6: We've. Well, one of our number had to part ways with us very suddenly. And we all found out oh. about it this morning. Actually, about 20 minutes ago. So, forgive us for not being incredibly hip on this initiation that's supposed to happen. And Siobhan, like, very aggressively stirs tea or coffee, whatever she's drinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, like, Lita's uh, wings, very dragonfly-like, almost kind of droop as she just kind of Hovers a little bit, like a lot closer to the table now. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. That's
4: okay. It's not your fault. I, I know,
0: but I know I would be pretty bummed if Lucille were to leave my team. Who's Lucille? Lucille, he's this. I mean, big for me, but. Um, elven Guy. up. Oh, Siobhan? I'm forgetting names. That's Siobhan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Siobhan. Siobhan. you. You met Lucille in. The. In one of the. Training spots. Was it, like, yesterday?
6: Oh, yes, it, it was. We were still exploring the bounty folk and. Finding our way around, and I believe we ran into each other, but I don't think we talked for very long. Right, yeah.
0: Lucille told me a little bit about you.
6: <laughs> like, not
0: too much, though. Anyway, so. Um. Word is kind of. Honestly, kind of spreading a little bit that anger needs some time to self. So. Um, Lord and Lady Amerik were offering to want to add someone who can maybe help you guys with your initiation. I mean, I would very much like to introduce them, but I don't think that's really my place.
6: Who is I mean, they can consider this a trial run. We still regain the right to dump them after we're done with the initiation slams down. It, cup. Uh,
0: like, currently, Lina was actually pretty close to your cup, so when you slam, she, like, instinctively, like, spooks, like, as she, like, backs up um, a, a pretty good amount for her tiny, pixie-like size for a moment. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, I get that. Just... I... Okay, so... For context, um, I was actually just out on a late night quest, and I found this cute fellow wandering outside the woods. Um, kind of a bit of a pale guy, but I think he could do well for you guys. Wirt, would you like to introduce yourself, please? I guess not. Uh, I'm
1: so <laughs> sorry. i <Dive it. laughs> <laughs>
6: Well, he seems nice. Let's go, everyone. (laughs) Would
2: you like to introduce yourself? Dead Silence.
6: No, I would not.
0: No, I'm kidding. I'm so sorry. Did you You're okay. Uh, This is actually Wirt, and I haven't switched in a very long time, so I was dead there for a second. Can you please recount the last, like, few sentences? No problem, man. Yeah. So the last bit was uh, Lita, who is a fairy uh, woman. She was talking about how she met you uh, during a late-night quest that she and her team had, And how they all brought you to the Bounty Folk. Um, You want to describe what your character looks like at the moment, what he's focusing on. Wirt is... kind of just looks really tired. He's currently wearing a long blue cloak and his tall pointy red hat. He looks a little roughed up but not a whole lot. Like he's got some dirt in places, maybe a few cuts, but otherwise he mainly just looks like He's had a long day. He just kinda waves at everybody with a faint smile.
6: Uh did uh, you recover your clothes from a gnome?
3: York Yorgia looks notices the
0: pale skin and immediately is trying to look into Wert's eyes. He sighs Cain. heavily and says, I get the gnome thing. A lot. I promise it's normal where I come from.
2: Kree looks him up and down and then like points up at
4: his hat. I like your hat.
0: He smiles at her and says thank you.
3: You're, um, Georgia is trying to make eye contact with you.
0: What color are your eyes worth? <laughs> They're brown. He kind of makes eye contact with you and just kind of raises a brow like he's not perturbed at all.
3: You, uh, Yorgian notices that your eyes are brown and kind of deflates a little bit, but doesn't look upset that you're here. Just looks upset that you're not what she expected you to be.
0: Were you expecting something else, perhaps? I mean, uh, is that does he say that in character? Yeah, he says that in character. Like, there's a long pause. He kind of tilts his head a little bit. And he goes, Were you not expecting. Were you expecting something. different? No, you just.
3: looked sort of like someone I knew.
0: Oh. Okay. Who's that? I mean. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't really see a whole lot of people like me, so i noticed that you are very pale and i was presumptuous it's not anything
0: against you oh you're fine he just kind of shrugs again he doesn't look very perturbed by much lita is kind of looking at all of you angus also just kind of eyeing um the eyeing you were kind of kind of scanning you in a way which Looks kinda amusing given the still very half asleep expression on this very short um the uh, pale, freckled face.
6: <laughs> he just smiles at him. Sorry, Wart, but Siobhan is staring daggers at you, basically. <laughs> and she's got her arms <laughs> crossed.
0: He kinda gives okay, I'm sorry, I need the character's pronouns. I am no I'm so confused. No, you're good. Oh, that's all right. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> there she is. Internet derp.
2: Hi. I'm back. Hello. Hi.
0: Okay, so...
2: I was just saying that, like, uh, Cree has, like, completely gone back to eating her food. Like, she's sad and she's drowning her sorrows in food. Because that's oh, what oh, she oh, does oh, anything. Oh, no. When Cree feels like anything, she feels like eating food.
1: <laughs> if, and, and
2: here here's the thing, here's the thing. Uh if she finishes what's on her plate, she'll pro she's like I I one of the people she's sitting next to is Angus. Who's the other person? I would like who who would, who's who's on the other side of Kree?
3: Yorgas.
2: Uh depending on how much food Yorga has eaten, Kree might try and like sneak out. Um, like maybe like a roll or something off of her plate, depending on what she has if Kree has already finished her food.
3: Georgiagia would probably be um having primarily fruit um fruits and vegetables. and if she has any meat on her plate, um she most likely has reached for uh either chicken or fish.
2: Oh, uh, Cree likes fruit too. she'll reach for just about anything.
3: Yeah. If but Siobhan yeah, it's, it's just whatever is victory. noticed,
2: it's like, whatever is the closest to Kree on Yorga's plate. Like, Kree's already just kind of, like, reach, grab with her tiny hand, and just slowly pull back to her mouth and just, like, munch.
0: That's hysterical. Yorgia notices, but pretends not to. <laughs> okay, so what is Yorgia's par- pronouns?
3: Yorgia
6: is
0: a she-her. Okay, I know Kree's a she-her... Melissa, what's your character's Mm -hmm. pronouns?
6: So, Siobhan is also a she-her.
0: Okay. So, Siobhan, he just kind of tilts his head at her, but, like, again, he's not perturbed. He's just kind of, like, what? (laughs) Like, he's not pressed about much, clearly.
6: Cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Siobhan, like, reads that expression on his face and just keeps staring at him and is just, like, well do you want to be here or
0: Does she say that? Yes. He kind of looks at her like she said something completely absurd and goes, "Yes?" Hmm. Lita kind of looks between the two of you seeing like the the metaphorical like lightning and static that's between the two of you. And she's like, "Ah, uh, well, I'm gonna go back to my team. Uh, um, you have fun! Bye, Lita. <laughs> he just kinda looks at him go goes, eh! Okay. And sits down. <laughs> Angus kinda of looks to your direction, uh, where? So, um, mind telling us how you met Lita? I mean, she said that you were basically brought here while you were just wandering. Yeah, but... I, I do that a lot. I wander a lot. I've been to a lot of places. What kind of
4: what places? Are you have some you
0: sort been of to? nomad? I mean, kind of. I don't know, man. I just like seeing places. I've I've been wandering out on my own for like uh. He pauses for a second, does some counting on his fingers, and goes two years. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever I get lonely? I
4: around
0: a lot. Lonely? Uh, sometimes. I mean, I meet a lot of people. Like you guys, and like her, and... So I like, I make friends and stuff. You know, I just tend to go my own way sometimes. It's no biggie. As he says that, he kinda picks at the table a little bit. Like, it's clearly not 100% true. But he's kind of just accepted his lot in life.
4: Two years. What kind of places have you seen? I was wandering around for a really long time by myself, and I saw a lot of really cool places, and a lot of scary places. Uh, What kind of places have you seen?
0: Mm, Lots of places, I guess. Various towns, various like, quote-unquote haunted spots, I guess? I don't know. I tend to go to towns, and they talk about rumors, and I go check them out. Sometimes it ends very poorly. He kind of stares into the distance like he's remembering something horrible. <laughs>
4: I usually
2: don't- Roll for trauma. Like no. Not <laughs> <laughs> roll
0: for trauma. No, no, no. <laughs> roll for drama. Don't worry,
2: Kree's, uh, Kree's already rolled a nat 20 on trauma. <laughs> not much oh, else could traumatize this poor girl.
0: Careful what you Ugh. wish for.
2: The trauma train has left the station. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't tempt me! Okay. Oh god. No.
2: Tyler, this is supposed to be fixing our characters' traumas, not giving them more.
0: I mean, porque no los dos? Oh no. no, no.
2: <laughs> what have I done? You... Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yorgia seems interested in these, the discussions of seeing, like, haunted places. So what sort of haunted things have you seen? Like ghosts, ghouls, poltergeists, that sort of thing?
0: He kind of lightly chuckles with like an amused smile and goes, um, all of the above and kind of <laughs> shrugs. And also, you know, <laughs> teenagers messing around trying to scare people. Those are always my favorite. <laughs> Tell me more. In- <laughs> he kind of laughs. It goes. Do you have any like specific questions? It's kind of hard to go into specifics with a vague question.
3: <laughs> no, I just like I'm just interested in ghosts. It's just like what sort of stories have you gotten and
0: experienced and that sort of thing. He kind of thinks about it a moment, like he's filtering through different things in his brain. And he goes... Roll me history. Roll What's history? See how much you can remember from your from your travels and also the legends that you've heard. 17. Okay, you remember a pretty decent rema- uh, amount. Um, more so the most recent ones that you've gone to. Uh, you've heard of legends in the deeper forests at the lower parts of the archipelago that have been filled with um, with certain ghosts uh soul reapers sort of cannibal demonic hybrids as Ooh. well as vampires oddly enough you've heard a lot of tales regarding the supposed the supposed disillusion Of civilizations based on the invasions of vampires and their hordes of cannibalistic companions. However, Mm. given your travels, you also know that a lot of these tales have been tall tales. Yeah. Sort of taught to make people scared of what they don't know. So you don't know 100% what vampires and these quote-unquote cannibalistic folk really are. So he kind of sits there and recounts all that, like, he pauses every once in a while and, like, thinks about it. And then, you know, he tells you about the various things and which ones he's pretty sure are t- tall tales and how he's not sure what the cannibalistic vampire thing is all about. But he's very fascinated and would love to meet one someday, as dumb as that probably is. York- <laughs> Yorkia's eyes look like they're kind of sparkling. Uh, an important
3: thing to notice, and something you notice right away about Yorgia wort is that her eyes, um, the irises of her eyes are solid black, to the point where you can't tell which part is her iris and which part is her pupil, and it's almost unnerving. And she also, um, paired with that, she also has hair that is bright cyan. So, mm. she just, in general, looks human, but slightly off. But you can tell by her eyes, she looks very interested in what you're saying. And she turns to the rest of the group, and she's like, I like this one. Beautifully Pre-
2: uncanny.
0: Mm-hmm. He laughs Pre- a little- She Pre-
2: just looks confused. Because she's- She has- she, Listen. Poor girl barely knows what a ghost is. You started saying other things and she just got lost and continued to steal <laughs> food off of Yorgia's plate.
1: That's hysterical.
3: <laughs> this time Yorgia doesn't notice and then she looks down and notices that like half her plate is gone and she's just like, huh, wonder how that happened. And then she just sort of moves on.
0: <laughs> just, meanwhile, uh, meanwhile,
2: Kree's just like, norm, 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 norm.
0: Meanwhile, you also hear in the background, SECOND! Open for seconds! Kree
2: kind of like looks over, looks down at her own plate, and then carefully gets up and then flops over to go get more food. <laughs> Siobhan, like, you Spie said you. He has lost interest, like. It's not that she doesn't find this interesting. It's just she's completely lost because she just hasn't had enough time to like ask any questions about what are you talking about, and has and just decided food. to eat food. Yeah,
0: and also, and food. also food is her comfort.
3: Sh- Siobhan, her- you were gonna
2: food and Angus are her comforts
3: right now. <laughs> Siobhan, you were gonna say something.
6: Oh right, yeah. Um. Uh, so seconds has been called for. So Siobhan gets up, takes her plate, and just kind of plops it down in front of Cree and, uh, walks out of the room.
0: Or kind of watches We're- her go, then looks at the others and goes, She, uh,
6: she okay? Where are you heading off to, Siobhan? Oh, uh, the training grounds. Uh, so I can hit stuff. Yes, that's my comfort. <laughs> okay.
0: You you take your time for a bit to hit some shit, vent out your frustrations. What are the rest of y'all doing?
3: Yorgia explains to Wirt the... That we recently lost a member of our party, and she was probably the closest to him
0: compared to the rest of us, and it's sort of hitting her hard. He nods solemnly and goes, yeah, I get that. No worries.
3: It's nothing against you. I think she's just angry at how quickly our former
0: traveling mate is being replaced. He kind of makes this face, like, absolutely horrified. Waves his arms around. and goes, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to replace anybody. Oh, God. No, 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 no. He's, like, freaking out a little bit.
3: Oh, I know that. And I think the rest of us know that, gesturing to Kree and and Angus. But...
2: Kree already went th- to go get food.
3: She's not at the table right now. She gestures just just to her spot at the table and then notices you're gone and just was like,
0: huh, okay. Uh, like that anime thing of the like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at which point also, <laughs> you you notice that Angus has been kind of kind of groggily um, playing with his food a little bit with one um, of his hands holding his cheeks and suddenly feeling eyes on him. He kind of wakes up from whatever dozing he was doing like huh huh what looks over towards you guys do you did you sleep last night Angus huh oh yeah I I I slept
3: fine why you just seem out of it more so than
0: usual no well um I mean I guess I was a lot closer to Anchor than I thought can I roll insight to see if he's lying you may also that, while, that this is, not... while this is Go going ahead. on work is kind of just staring at the food on the table just like zoned out a little bit I rolled a dirty 20. I love how that's what yeah. you call it <laughs> You see completely through him, because I rolled for him in that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see completely through him. He had a very rough time sleeping last night. Something kept him up, and he is not doing all that great from it. And the loss of a friend is more the straw that broke the camel's back at the moment.
3: You know... We both know you're lying, Angus, but I'm not going to press if you don't want to talk.
0: Wirt kind of um, looks between the two of you like, we do. <laughs> like, we, <laughs> both, we both?
3: Well, um, Yorgia leans to Wirt and is like, we as
0: in being him. He just kind of nods like, oh, okay, and then goes back to just staring into the distance. <laughs> you don't even have any food, Wirt? No, he has no money!
4: You don't no, need to pay for food
0: here. He's on it. the house here, on the dude.
1: House.
0: Does he know that?
1: You probably uh, would have been mean... told.
0: <laughs> you you would have been told by Lita. Fair enough. Then yeah, I guess he does have food. He's probably just mindlessly staring in the distance, half listening to them occasionally munching his food. <laughs> anyway, continue.
2: Kree comes back with her second <laughs> plate of food at this point, sees the plate Siobhan set in her spot, and just, like, sits down to eat both of them.
0: And As you also hear in the distance, like, really, really fierce whacking and just a shearing of dummies in the background. Like, if these... If any of these dummies were human in the training grounds, you probably would have heard the Wilhelm scream <laughs> several times. Uh. Can we hear it anyway? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. You, you, hear, you hear a bard oh. in the background just, like, beautifully playing their violin to mimic the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic.
2: Uh, while, while Kree is finishing off her extra plates of food, um, she kind of gets this, like, look on her face. Like, she pauses. She gets this look on her face that, like, she just thought of something. And she looks over at work. Um,
4: have you met a lot of people while you were traveling?
0: He nods, oh yeah, lots. I don't stick around with a lot of people very long. You know, depends um, on where we're going.
4: Well, I was wondering, have you ever met a bard by the name of Leodin? She's really tall and pretty, and she has really bright red hair that she always wears in a ponytail. Um, she's also- what else? You, have you ever met
0: her? Hi. any opinions? Uh, roll me history. Yeah, up, there it is. I <laughs> out of three! Oh. Oh. It, it's really hard to tell. Um, Leoden really isn't a common name. Like, you can tell right off the bat, it's a very elvish name and you've met a lot more you've met a, a lot more ramel folk than you have met any anyone from the Feywild. so that the name really doesn't rain a, it doesn't doesn't rain a bell you've heard the occasional bard in a town that you've been in before talk about a very popular song by someone by the name of but, but, I've but never it's met. hard to really it's really hard to connect the dots Um, I don't think so. The name sounds familiar, but I don't think I've ever personally met them. Sorry.
4: That's okay. Thank you. Yeah, sure. She
2: she just kind of goes back to eating her food.
0: (laughs) Angus kind of, uh, moves his head a little bit towards you, Kree. Are... are you alright?
4: Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm fine. Are you trying to deceive him?
4: Uh,
2: kind of hard to tell right now. <laughs> it, yeah, like, yes and no. It's like she—it's not that she's trying to deceive it, it's just that it's like... I mean, the thing is, it's like, she's still very conflicted about possibly seeing Liadin. But there's still part of her that's like she wants to know if Liadin's okay because, you know, she cared a lot about Liadin. She still cares a lot about Liadin. It's just drama.
0: (laughs) Mm. Angus kind of looks at you for a moment. Kind of sighs, sighs before bringing his hand up again and very giving another if a bit A bit stronger, like, really unsure, kind of. A very awkward head pat. There, there, it'll be alright. Just focus on food. We should probably not eat too much, though, before we get Sundancer Moonjumper and make our way to wherever we need to.
2: Kree looks at Angus's plate, how much is on there?
0: Um, it he he ate a pretty decent bit. There's still about a third left.
2: All right, well, is he he? Ate, it's not like he wasn't eating. Okay, that, Kree, that's just what Cree wanted to check on. I um, thought it was
0: mm. like, how much food can I steal? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Cree, the food thief.
2: I mean a bit. Yeah, she a hungry girl. <laughs> Listen, she spent like <laughs> she spent most of her early life and most of like the middle of her life so far, like not getting a lot to eat all the time. It's like there was a whole one solid year of her life where she's had like regular food to eat, so her body's just in constant like must eat all the food mode. Valid. And I all uh
0: Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no! Oh no! She's dead.
3: No. Moment of silence for Valkyrie. Hello. Hi.
0: She's back. Hi, there she she is.
2: Sorry, I was like, I was talking, and then my phone did a thing, and I was like, oh no, and nobody answered me, and I'm like, ah, crap. Well, I guess I disconnected. (laughs) But anyway, I do want to say, just just for Wart. Um, Kree, uh, just- just to describe her a little bit, she is a tiny five-foot girl, um, with, like, bright, like, orange-reddish hair that's just very, like, wild. Um, but she's- she's five feet tall and tiny. She's skinny, girl. Got it. And she's already, like, eaten, like, two and a half plates of food.
0: (laughs) Damn. And
2: also some of Yorga's Yorga's food.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yorga's
3: um Yorga might seem slightly irritated, but she doesn't say anything. She's just kind of like, eh. She, she, needs, well, to, I mean, she, she needs. to after, put the weight after, on.
2: Uh, after after Cree got her second plate, she stopped stealing from Yorga. But yeah, it's like she definitely <laughs> still stole some food from Yorga. <laughs>
3: Yorokia piled (laughs) up her plate high in anticipation of this. I assume that this is a common thing that Kree does.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
2: absolutely. When Kree finishes her food and she's not sure if she's allowed to go get seconds, she will most likely uh, steal little bits of food off of everybody else's plates um, who aren't eating as quickly as her. (laughs) I I don't want to say, like, Kree scarfs down her food. Like, she's just very, like, steady and methodical and just, like, one minute it's there, and then you look back and it's just kind of gone, and she's just, like, quietly chewing.
0: That's hysterical. (laughs) Alright. To kind of speed things through a little bit, and also to focus on Siobhan a little bit before we get to the, the good stuff, um, Siobhan, why don't you roll me just a normal dexterity check to see how many dummies you just destroy.
6: Yeah. Oh right here. Sorry, I had the mute button. Anyway, or the <laughs> unmute button. Sorry. Yes, the one dexterity check coming up. Right oh. Hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Um, okay. I took out uh, or I got an eight on the dexterity check. Hooray.
0: was, was that including your mod? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Ooh. laughs> You're just putting so much energy into your strikes. Um, like you're not even caring for your whip at this point. You're going full on double-handed broadsword. Just going absolutely berserker on these things. You just wham! Like many times like going, um, like overhead strike to the point to where it's such strong of strikes that you have to take like double the amount of time to try and get the sword Get the blade out of the ground in order for you to strike at another dummy, <laughs> and you're not quite sure if you're more irritated of, the, of what just happened, or you're, or if you're becoming more irritated of the fact that the blade won't get the fuck out of the ground.
6: <laughs> yeah, and but so she's... eventually,
0: mm. sorry.
6: Oh no, no, she's just like blade gets stuck in the ground, pulling on the blade, you know. Muttering to herself, like, um, um, why did he just go? Why didn't he talk to me? As she wrenches the blade out of the ground.
0: Uh, roll me, um, let's see. Roll me, let me double check on this. Roll me acrobatics, uh, super quick to see if you can. Pull uh, the blade out of the ground without accidentally hurting yourself.
6: <laughs> okay, that's gonna be a... Hmm. Dirty 20.
0: Oh, yeah. In your rage and you're able to, like, pull yourself together for just one moment. You focus all of your strength into the sword as you pull with every fiber of your being the, the blade out of the ground um and you you pull it to that in an angle so that it doesn't get anywhere near you or your armor you're completely fine fantastic so with that taking however however much more time that you guys need to not only have whatever other amount of food that you need to feel full enough for the road, as well as letting everything simmer so that you don't feel too rushed, eventually, all of you, were included, uh, begin to head over to the quest board where, currently, Lord and Lady Elmerig have been waiting. Uh, we to kind of describe Lord and Lady Elmerig, they are two... Um, very twin-looking, uh, people. Um, one of them, uh, the more feminine of the two, has her hair up in a braided bun with a deep, uh, turquoise uh, sash over her eyes and the more masculine one has his hair kind of down, um, semi chin like, about your hair length, actually. Um, where you really see his, um, like lighter greenish uh, kind of teal eyes, with a much darker uh, teal kind of gator uh, surrounding uh, his face. Mm-hmm. They're both in uh, like gold embroidered uh, coats um, with different speckles of green, blues, uh, and indigos, and even other earthy colors, browns in their attire, as they. As they both look towards your general direction. As uh, Lord Almeric uh, begins to sign as as Lady Almeric begins to speak. Oh, you guys are here. Did you enjoy breakfast? As much Pretty as you could. At which point you also see... Um, it was food. Lord O'Merick's interpreter kind of rushing uh, behind behind him, uh, a hand coming up to um Lord O'Meary's, uh shoulder, letting him know that he's there. Sorry about that. And yeah, kind of looks uh, to uh, to the interpreter for a moment. smiling. not a problem. She focuses her attention back towards you guys, which again, she has a sash over her eyes but yeah so <laughs> before you guys get going um figured it'd be good to give you guys this which she you see her uh pull something from her pot from her pocket so first off with this um any entrances that you find that leads to the bounty folk like any gods forbid any sort of portal or anything that leads you to here they're going to be guarded by um, some sort of spell or something like that that you have to undo based on uh, something related to what you have to do for your quest Um, you can either do that if you want or you can use this to find your way back to us this is uh basically going to give you guys uh, kind of a beacon. Um so should you have let so uh, I cannot talk right now. Anyway, here is a compass that our newest member of the trick could fold. Uh Kelly Falhuran. Most of you probably know them. Kind mm-hmm. of moving her uh, her head to cry and seem like she is looking amongst you all. Y- uh,
3: Yorgia shakes her head and is like, who are you talking about?
0: That was cocked. Um, it was what? Angus. Sorry, I was rolling for Angus for a uh, for a check and the dice was cocked so I wasn't going to count that dice. I had to re-roll. Oh, oh, Tyler,
2: you never described what uh what she was holding out to us. Oh yeah, just, never got she that. She was just yeah. saying what it I was. I will
0: get to that. I'm okay. going to get to that. Anyway, Angus kind of looks over in that looks over to Lady O'Merig. Wait, Kelly, wasn't he one of the people that we rescued from the dungeon in May of the Cabana Show? Correct he felt really indebted to you guys after well helping him get out of there because he was kind of screwed over so this is on the house and she uh kind of holds it out in all of your general direction uh, should you need any materials for any new quests we recommend coming back here we're we're, we're growing a decent bit and frankly Kelly is helping us out with that especially with starting this off with this this um is a compass of locating so basically whoever holds it um you're able to keep track of where a place is um um, like as long as it's within 300 miles of where you are currently standing so like for example, to kind of help you guys out, um, we'll be I'll be showing you guys the location of the crystal case on the map um, later, but it's just barely under 300 miles from here, um, deeper in the uh, Monony Mountains. Um, but since it's under 300 miles, when you guys come back out of the crystal case, if you guys can't use one of the beacons you have an easy way you you have a, a magical compass that gives you a beacon to help you guys find your way. S- makes sense to me. Yeah. Same. I get it. Alright. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay.
0: At which point, um, Lord Omeric and his translator uh, begin to talk, um, uh, Lord Elmering is signing so who's going to take the compass
3: uh Yorgia reaches out her hand and like um like places like her hand on the compass like making it clear to Lady I can't remember how to pronounce her name Lady um, Elmering Elmering. and to make it clear that she's um that she has her hand on the compass so she can let go
0: you see a soft smile um, on Lady O'Meara's face as she uh, lets go of the, the of the compass, letting you be able to hold on to it. Okay. Well, just give yourself time to envision the place where you want the compass to focus on most, and from there, when you feel that's all that's all finished up, I can show you guys the location on the map where the crystal caves are give you the rations that you may need and help you strap up with your no with your dire wolves and be on your way so am i attuning myself to this object basically yes it does require attunement
3: okay uh yorkia says to the rest of the party i'm okay with hanging on to it for now if if something comes up that you that we want to change that arrangement we can discuss that at a later time I need to add right, I'm just putting that into my stuff. Yorgia is probably going to find a private place to meditate with this so she can attune herself to it. Fair. Because um, I feel like that is Yorgia's preferred way to attune herself to things.
0: Understandable. Okay. So what is uh? Here, let me add it because uh, I
3: think Okay, I was just gonna ask yeah. what name it is goes under.
0: Okay, let's see. Manage equipment. I can I can put it in. Okay. Like... Yeah, I don't think it matters right now. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out in post. Mm-hmm. So you take the. Let you take the. Like not really a lot of time—five, ten-ish minutes—to get attuned to the uh, attuned to the compass. Where are you centering your beacon on? Well, I think I'd be centering it on the Crystal Caves.
3: You you want to do that? <laughs> Wait, can you re-explain how this works? Um, how it exactly works for me? I know that it basically gives yes. you.
0: Yeah, so it's meant to—it's meant to allow the person who is attuned to it to see a, a beacon of light um, in the horizon, in the like in the spot of where the place that you want it uh, to basically be your destination to be. So, like in relation to the example that Lady Omerek said. If you were standing at the uh, Crystal Caves at the time and you had your beacon set on the bounty folk, you would see the beacon of light in the sky that would allow you to follow that beacon to get to the bounty folk.
3: Okay, so basically I would like center it on like my current location and then we'd, and then I'd basically decide where I want to go with it, right? Yeah. Okay, so then I would probably center it on like the outside of the bounty folk okay yep yeah, you do that okay yeah that that makes more sense I didn't understand at first no you're all right okay yeah I'm just I'm gonna Center it on like the outside of the bounty folk and then okay. um once I'm done with that I'm going to go to Lord and lady and um have them uh show me the location of the crystal caves
0: all right um at which point actually lord and lady omerig uh and their interpreter uh they all look to the rest of you would all of you like to see he's
2: already following
0: okay well there we go and they actually take you to a small uh map room where there's a large uh, desk uh in the center with an even larger uh, map housing the entirety of the archipelago. So, and with a few sort of figures uh, in a way of like different towers and uh, houses scattered about the board. You see a, a larger, rather tall tower set at the junction between all three of the yeah, uh, of the Rainbow Territories. The Bounty Folk, where you guys are all at currently. At which point the 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 two of them uh show you uh the most recommended path to get to the bounty folk. It's not the most get treacherous- to the crystal caves? Sorry, yeah, it's against your crystal caves. My bad. Why did I say that? Anyway, <laughs> It's not the most treacherous, but it's also not the most safe either. There are definitely there aren't really any true safe paths down this way. Because where the crystal caves are is embedded in the mountains in the higher monony regions. So there is that. I am currently trying to find the picture that I have, which actually has the path that you guys need to go. Also, yeah, uh, this is the compass of locating is going to be a homebrew item, and I can get that situated for you guys. Thank you. And also, okay. So the bounty folk, you're going to be on the perimeter of one of the uh, modern regions uh, that is that that immediately houses the crystal caves. Using the perimeter of the the of this region as your the as your path. Unfortunately, it does go through uh, a few. Um, not so nice places. There have been rumors of this uh, of this region, which the Elmerics do warn you of bandits and not so well famed conmen. So they do advise you to be wary of that. And also, you forget this is going to be quite the surprise for you. They also mention dragons. Dragons, dragons, dragons. Why dragons? I imagine they they dragon. explain to you that the the peak, the highest peaks of every mountainous region in the Ramlar Archipelago is home to at least one dragon. Many of them have been lost since the oh, at least bloodbath interim. However, a few... However, a few seem to still stand. It is very rare to see a dragon in the sky. But often, if there is a dragon in the horizon, it may often mean downfall.
6: Well, sounds like it's just the one dragon.
3: At least. least so yorgia uh has been taught like in her childhood that dragons are basically like a myth right yes so
0: just and now hearing you hear now you're hearing the dragons are real
3: so they're I basically like the dragons. okay so they're basically like oh yeah dragons be careful about that
4: i i need to hmm <laughs> are
0: you okay
4: yorgia Roll me
0: constitution to see if you're going to have a panic attack. Oh god.
3: If Yorkia doesn't have a panic attack, she's going to outright think that they're joking.
0: (laughs) Rolled for panic attack or nonchalant?
3: I rolled a 9?
0: You're in a panic attack.
3: Yorkia doesn't look like she's in a panic attack, she's just sort of like staring middle distance.
2: He, like, gently, like, tugs on her arm a little bit. Are you okay? She
3: doesn't respond. She just,
0: like, kind of looks like a... like a surprised goat. Angus kind of <laughs> looks at Yorgia for a moment. Uh, hello? Uh, kind of waving a hand in front of your eyes. Ork kind of watches that for a second, and then turns to the Lord and Lady and says, do we have any other information on the dragon, or just that there is a dragon? Lady Omerig, uh sighs. You see her shoulders, like, really move as she looks over to Lord Omeric and his interpreter. We don't have a lot of information. Um, we've have lost a lot of information and literature on the dragons since the bloodbath interim. Really, we can only go by observation. And what have we observed exactly? If anything. That that they exist. That there's very few left. They're immensely powerful. They're not really able to flourish in what is currently happening in the archipelago, and they are not that happy about that. Okay, are these- seen a dragon
4: once or twice.
0: Oh? He turns to her like she's just said something insane.
4: Yeah, I would be out in the woods and I saw one fly overhead one time, but it's not very often, but it did happen once.
0: That's yeah as means... long as you can keep a low profile among dragons don't don't make them curious about ants
6: so to speak you should be okay
0: should be are we talking
6: oh, that's it's... Mm. are we talking chromatic dragon or metallic dragon because we have run into a brass dragon before no that didn't happen (laughs) oh that got retconned god damn it you're right yeah that got retconned (laughs) okay take start hold on freak take two two. take two okay (laughs) Mm. uh yes uh siobhan looks at the lord and the lady Uh, do we know if the dragon is uh um a dragon a, a colored dragon or a metallic dragon words words are not happening
0: no you're you're good
6: uh, Lord, um,
0: uh, Lady O'Meara uh, ponders uh, for a moment. Uh, that really has—we don't know. Um, Fantastic. Uh, out of character question: Are dragons are these like animal dragons or sentient god dragons? Um. Uh, or do we not know? You do not. Well, you can roll to see if Wirt would know. Would that be history? That would be history. Let's see what we get. I have an eighteen. Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, not you, actually. That's pretty good. Oh. From what you've heard, from what you've <laughs> heard from stories of myth and also the occasional scene of a dragon in the sky yourself, you know that dragons were seen as one of the original conduits of the gods. Gotcha. So they are very, very much sentient. Wurt rubs his chin in thought and goes, well, I don't know a whole lot about them, but from what I've been told, they're basically seen as, like, mini-gods? And if we ever do have to encounter one, let's just Hope we don't die and be as respectful as possible. He kind of does this gesture where he puts his hands together and like, kind of waves them up and down like he's trying to help that, like that'll help him make his point.
6: (laughs) That is... reassuring?
0: Look, I've only ever seen him fly overhead, but these things... I know some legends see them as beasts, but I'm pretty sure they're not. I mean,
3: I can speak
0: Draconic,
3: but I didn't- I just thought that only, like, half-dragons spoke that. Or dragonborns, or whatever they're called, and I didn't even
0: think that they were actually born of actual dragons, I thought that's just something people called them. Yeah, no, dragons- dragons exist. They're terrifying. He does that, like, Vietnam War veteran look again. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how else to explain that. It's just, he has these moments where he, Thousand like, Thousand-yard stare. Yeah, where he just kind of remembers something for a moment. He's like, "Who, Lord and Lady O'Meara, look at all of you for a moment. Well, uh, well, also, actually, and you see, um, Lord O'Meara, uh, shuffling through his pockets as well uh, before holding out a uh, a scroll which he immediately with uh, his in- with his interpreter next to him to uh, communicate, hands the scroll over to Angus. This is a treaty for the Day. If fortunately and unfortunately, the Day are a little hard to talk with we don't really have anyone who understands their native language so we found someone who had a spell to basically translate our language that ba- translate common and Rame into this for a treaty for them we need this to be sent to them as well as an offer to show that we mean when we want to help them with subduing their rogue tech. At which point Angus looks over a little confused. Rogue tech? Giant crystal golems. Great! Oh, Great! Right. And my brain refused to process that. Fantastic. (laughs) Giant crystal golems. Or it's kind of... Oh! Okay. Like, he's not... Like, he's surprised, but he's like, you know what? This might as well happen. Kree, Kree has,
2: um... I, I want to say, like, at some point during this conversation, Kree has just started staring at like one particular spot on the map.
0: Do I? Is it where I think it is?
2: Uh, where do you think it is?
0: <laughs> um, where you were born?
2: Not quite. No. It was the place she the. It was the place she went to after that.
0: Ah, uh, fair.
2: She's she's staring, uh for for Tyler's no know- for, for Tyler's knowing, uh nobody else really knows this. But Ty- uh for Tyler, um is uh kind of just like staring at like the spot on the map where she used to live with Liadin.
0: Mmm Okay. We're kinda like, leans forward to get a better look at her and kind of tries to follow her eyes a little bit and goes, um, you good over there?
4: Hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I just, she, she kind of, like, points to it. I used to live there.
0: He smiles softly and just kind of nods and goes, oh, I see. Good memories, I hope?
4: Mm Mhm. A lot of good memories.
0: He smile he's he puts a hand on her shoulder and goes well hopefully you'll get to see home again someday he says that in okay. like an understanding kind of a way it's
2: like she she sounds very like melancholy it's like yeah it is a lot of happy memories but it's it's been a long time since she's been there uh and it's like it's just it's very melancholy it's like she sounds a bit sad thinking about it just because of how long it's been.
0: Air. He kind of just like nods in silent understanding and removes his hand.
4: You're very nice.
0: Thank you. You're nice too. Thank you. At which point, Angus kind of butts in. Um, any. Thank you, by the way, Lord Americ, for this. I will definitely keep it handy. And quite nice that it's translated. Um. Anyway, if this is all that we need um, and he looks towards everyone, um, where are Sun Dancer and Moon Jumper? We should probably get going. They probably
4: are still in the stables.
3: Yeah, let's um, grab them and get going. I'll be waiting out I'll be waiting out front for everyone.
4: (laughs) Okay.
0: we just kind of looks confused. He's not quite sure if he should go with um, I can't remember your character's name. The one that went out front. He's not sure if he should go with Yorgia what? or to the stables or what. He's just kind of like, uh... Are, are you, you concerned for Yorgia's well-being? Hold on. Uh, he, here's a good question. Where, are you concerned for Yorgia's well-being? I mean, a little bit. And it's also just that he's new to this group and he's not sure where he'd be more helpful. If you want... If you feel that that fits who you are in this situation, roll me insight on your gear. Up, 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 oh, up, I was up, gonna
2: up, have Kree, uh... I mean, I could say it as Kree real quick. If, they, if you think yeah. it might it sway Wart's decision of where to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I rolled a 15. You, you can notice that she might be having a panic attack. What were you going to say, Kree? Uh,
4: Kree is gonna say, um... You wanna come meet Sunny and Moon Moon before we put them on the wagon?
0: He kinda looks at Kree a moment, and then glances but ba- I'm just gonna take me a minute to learn your names. I'm so sorry. You're good. No problem. What's What's her name again? Yorgia. Yorgia. And Yorgia. And he thinks about it and he goes I'm actually gonna go with Yorgia. But thank you. Okay. And he- just
4: know that Moon Jumper gets really, really excited so he might get really excited to see you.
0: He chuckles and says, okay, I'll keep that in mind, and then goes after Yorgia. You, um, also, with that insight check,
3: um, and I think the rest of the party just knows this about her, she just doesn't want to sit around and dawdle. She just wants to go.
0: <laughs> mean mood. uh Ang- Angus is still a little too shaken up from last night to notice your troubles currently, Yorgia. As he looks over towards, uh, Siobhan, uh, Siobhan, maybe we could go see, uh, Sun, the Sun Dancer and Moon Jumper. I feel you especially should probably spend some time with them. I know how much, how close you were with Anchor. Mm. True. Well, we should go follow Kree then. And he begins walking after... Walking after Kree. to let... Wirt and Yorgia... Do a quick bit, if you two want to. Do okay, I not?
3: Yeah. Uh... So he,
0: he kinda walks up next to Yorgia and goes, Hey, um... You, you okay? Uh...
3: I'll... I'll be fine, probably. Um, it's just, um... I... where... where I'm from... We were taught that, uh... Dragons aren't real.
0: He smiles understandingly. Ah, so I bet hearing all of that was kind of, uh... A shock and a little bit terrifying?
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: But I mean, I've I know how to speak draconic we, my my homeland uh, trades with a group of dragonborns. but I didn't think that they were actually born of dragons. I thought that was just a nickname because they look kind of like our depictions dragons? of dragons.
0: He nods, and he, he hovers a hand over her shoulder and just kind of looks at her like he's asking for permission to touch her. She doesn't
3: say no, but she doesn't say yes either. She kind of has this look of, I don't care, go ahead.
0: So he puts a hand on her shoulder, and he goes, Well, dragons are terrifying, I won't lie. But And he kind of looks over his shoulder, like back where they were coming from, and then looks back at her and goes, But your team seems pretty top-notch. I have a feeling if we do encounter one, well, I'm sure we'll be able to either somehow talk it into not eating us or kick its ass. But let's try to talk it down first, maybe.
3: I don't know. The dragons I've heard of were very, in like my, in my childhood stories were powerful and...
0: I mean, they are. Like I said, they're basically seen as like descendants of the gods and rightfully so dragons are huge and powerful but you know we talk to gods right
5: pretty sure we
0: can talk to dragons i'm not saying it's like a foolproof plan but i mean like look if we get taken on by a dragon we can try to talk to it and see if we can like i don't know give it an authoring of like jewels or something and if worse comes to worse, we can try to kick its ass like, I'm not seeing a downside here. We either bar- get able to tell people that we bartered with a dragon, or we tell them that we killed a dragon. I mean, it's a win-win either way, really. Or we get killed by dragons. He 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 kind of, like, we- like does, like, the weighing the options on his hands motion. Mm, I mean, that is definitely a possibility. But I'm pretty sure... I'm so sorry, what's Melissa's character's name again? Sivan. I'm pretty sure Siobhan could, like, kill a dragon if we just made her angry enough.
3: I mean, she's a May- paladin, not a barbarian, but,
0: I mean... Did she- he kind of, like, looks around like he's telling you a secret, then leans in like, Did you see the dummies, though? Uh,
3: <laughs> I think I did? I don't know. I- <laughs> she isn't the first member of our party to just go around and start angrily beating up... Uh, dummies to get to blow off some steam. That credit <laughs> goes <laughs> to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
3: when we so first you got-
0: you the dragon's ass, is what you're telling me. I mean... That's
3: all she says. <laughs> she looks like, uh... Um... She looks like she wants to brag that she could kill a dragon, but also feels like she'd be committing some sort of sacrilege by saying
0: so. He gives her shoulder a little pat before removing his hand and goes, Look, your team seems pretty solid, and with some time, I hope that I can be part of that. And, like, one, the chances of encountering a dragon are, like, slim to none. Like, again, like they said, we're basically Ants. So long as we don't piss it off, it's probably not gonna notice. So let's just try not to piss it off. And if we do, we'll figure it out. Yeah,
3: I mean... We can't... I mean... uh, It would be cool to see a dragon, actually.
0: They are I wonder pretty- if
3: they actually look like how they... uh. How they do in in the stories?
0: I mean, some of them. I mean, I've only seen a few fly overhead. Like, uh, he does that finger thing again. Like, he basically lift, lift, lifts his hand and wiggles them a little bit. Like, he's counting on his fingers, but like not effectively. Uh, like two maybe. They're they're actually uh a, a, a little bigger than they depict them in the stories. But I think that's just because they don't have enough paper. Uh, or they're just really bad at. Drawing, uh, he's clearly trying to be funny to cheer her up, and it's—he's not super great at it.
3: Yorgia uh, seems to appreciate it, but also is just kind of like still like, she's going through a crisis of, oh god, dragons are real, but but that also is paired with oh god the people I grew up with got this wrong, what else did they get wrong? Because this is a pretty major fuck-up I'm getting wrong that dragons aren't real.
0: Yeah. But I mean, they're pretty big. Some of them are pretty colorful. Um, He taps his chin and thought... They... they. I'm, try- I'm trying to think of the sentence he was about to say, oh god, it's gone. They're very pretty. They look really, really pretty, actually probably why they're so full of themselves. He looks around like maybe a dragon heard him somehow.
3: I don't think you need to worry about the dragons hearing you and getting
0: angry. You never. I you actually hear a dragon born, like from the very insides <laughs> of like the mess hall. <laughs> oh, oh no! Uh-oh. I'm a bloomin' dragon, and you can say that to my fucking face. <laughs> just goes.
3: I'm good! Yorgia um, Yorgia responds in Draconic, um, Hey, cool it, buddy! It's not like we're talking shit about your dad or something.
0: At which point, like, the silence, and then back in Draconic, Who the fuck said that?! I did! In Draconic. (laughs) We're so scared and confused. He's like, I don't know what's happening. Well, how about you come up to me face-in-face, eh? (laughs) You can tell just the sound of this dude's voice. He is plastered.
3: (laughs) Yorgia, um, Yorgia shouts back in Draconic, Meet me outside.
0: We're just going to- I think you need to go to bed. You sound drunk as he's trying to push her on the on their way like come on let's go <laughs> there's actually no response this time just a like barely contained by the by the normal music from the other bars in the mess hall just a very loud snoring <laughs> <laughs> and a thud on the wooden table from <laughs> Yorgia starts cackling <laughs> Maybe we don't start a fight when we're about to go on a very long journey, hmm?
3: Yeah, maybe, maybe not, but I'll I'll be fine remember you said I could kill a dragon, right?
0: Because, <laughs> yeah, well, apparently don't let that guy hear you say that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Come on, it's not like we were talking shit about his dad or anything. I mean, you don't <laughs> know. He kind of gives you a look he starts snickering at the very idea of that.
3: Wait, I've met several Dragonborn in my life, mm-hmm. and that means that dragons are getting it on with
0: like normal folk. That scares me. we like chokes on his own spit and goes, you "Know what? No, we're not unpacking that." We're not unpacking <laughs> about that. Can we do that? Yeah. No, I don't want to think about it. I'm good. I'm real good.
3: Uh, I uh, and with that like I F. think that's a good spot to end that scene
4: Hey guys are you two, we got Sunny and Moon Moon <laughs> and are we you
0: made two a salad to, with over with to the Grayson. stables? <laughs> yeah. So are the two of you heading over to the stables like meeting up with the others?
3: Nah we're waiting for them out here okay, for them to show up So
0: over at the stables uh, you see like, as soon as you come in, Kree, uh, with Angus right next to you, you immediately hear the whap, 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 whap of a very familiar, very hyper, very derpy dire wolf's tail As you see another one's um, eyes kind of peeking over, sort of like this, this uh, stall-like divider between her and her brother, with a very... Uh, intrigued and happy look in her eyes as she looks over towards you.
2: Kree is already smiling, getting to see these two. She's always happy to see them.
0: At which point, uh, like, a Samoyed uh, flippin' moon jumper just gives a howl and hello like, "woof."
2: I'm trying to find my thing that I wrote
0: down. <laughs> um, About um, where yeah, is it? Yeah, you're uh, speak with animals?
2: Yeah, I, I know I wrote it down some- I know it's written down somewhere how many times I can do it, because I always forget.
4: Where is it?
1: Let's see.
0: I love how we still have this intense music going.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely...
0: We're going to yeah. get the direwolves, and this is... You're going to get the puffers. <laughs> Very oh, intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. It should be... Okay, it's going to be a non-zero amount of uses that you can do, so you'll be fine to use it even just this once.
2: Oh, yeah, I know it's like... I It's several times, but I don't remember what you said. It was.
0: When in doubt, go with three. I'll figure things out. We can double check. I, I
2: wrote it down. Where the heck did it go? I thought it had something to do with like something about my level. I guess we could go with like what my proficiency bonus is right now. Question. Yeah. Mark?
0: Yeah. Let's go by your proficiency bonus. What's your proficiency bonus? Uh, it's a plus
2: three right
0: now. Okay, so you have three uh three slots for being able to use. Uh, speak with animals without using any of your core spell slots.
4: Yeah.
2: I'll figure out where I'd put that. I don't know where it is but I'll, we'll go with that for now. Um, right so, on. yeah. Cree Kree kind of like runs up to um, uh, Moon Moon and Sunny and casts speak with animals. Yeah, moon Moon! Hey guys! Moon. Oh yeah. Their names are Moon Jumper and Sun Dancer but I call them Moon Moon and Sunny.
0: I, but, which,
2: but yeah, moon moon. <laughs> fantastic, I love it. <laughs>
0: Continue, at which point. <laughs> at which point, like, also... Like, Moonjumper is struggling to contain himself. He's, like, hopping left and right. Like, hi! 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 How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? I missed you! I missed you! I missed you! I missed you, too.
4: Are you ready to go?
0: <laughs> Heck yeah! Where are we going? Let's go! Let's go! At which point, like, Sun... Sunny is looking at her her brother with the most I love you but I'm so disappointed in you kind of expression on her wolf snout as she looks at her brother for a moment before looking at the rest of you. I'd say we're good to go. Where are we going? This place called the Crystal Caves. That Uh, you see Sundancer kind of pondering for a moment. I never heard of that. Is it scary? I don't like scary. I don't know.
4: I don't know. I've never been there. I hope not. But don't worry. I'll keep you safe if it is.
0: At, At which point, like, the mention of scary immediately makes Moonjumper stop jumping as he's like, Wait, scary? What's scary? I don't like scary. Why do we gotta do scary? <laughs>
4: well, we don't know if it's scary, and she kind of like reaches over to
2: pet like both of them. Uh, I imagine she's like climbed. Uh, I she she's like climbed up. Uh, like is like and is like um like holding herself on this on like the stables. Like got her feet like propped up against something. Like she's not on the ground because she is too
0: short. <laughs> Like, on a little stepping stool.
2: Yeah. So, she, she's propped herself up on something so that she can, like, lean over the, um, like, the dividers and stuff so that she can speak with both of them. Uh, but, like, just barely. She's just tall enough to get- to, like, look over it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, the both of them lean in into your headpats as Moon is barely- barely beginning to calm down before the two of them uh, also notice Angus like oh hi Angus hi 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 and Angus is <laughs> looking at the both of them of uh, what is he saying he's saying hi 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 moon jumper you are very hyper today you got a lot of sleep I can tell yeah This sunny looks at, at you for a moment, Kree. So when are we leaving? Very soon. We are just coming
4: to get you guys ready.
0: Oh, okay. Adventure!
4: Adventure! Adventure! Yeah! Let's go! Let's go! Yeah! Let's go! Adventure!
0: Like the rest of you, no matter like where you are actually, you can hear Moon Jumpers howl. <laughs> Fantastic.
2: He a good boy.
0: And uh, which also, uh, the two puppers look at you, Siobhan. and uh, Sundancer is the first one to reply, Siobhan! hey, mm-hmm. or at least, like you hear, let her an excited, uh, kind of a mule of a howl, if that's even possible.
5: I don't know how Ooh. else to
0: describe it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> don't worry don't worry i'm sure we're going to have plenty of adventure out there
5: who's a good boy and girl. who's,
6: who's a good dog <laughs>
0: <laughs> immediately like moon jumper accidentally like nudges uh sun dancers uh Snoot from your hand as he immediately takes in the scratches at his snoot. Uh, Sundancer kind of playfully, kind of huffs in disappointment before she like gently babs his face out of the way <laughs> <laughs> with her paw. Like, <laughs> oh, that's over mine. Aww. <laughs> I love the intense music with those puppers being pet. I fucking <laughs> yeah, love it. the puppers! <laughs> Do you ever plan on changing the music or is it just gonna be this? Ha-ha. There it goes. There it goes. <laughs> it was <a> slightly <laughs> off putting. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I got it due into the moment of Moonjumpers hyperness, As also, actually, the two puppers look over to you, Wert. Well, who's this fellow? New friend! New friend, hi! And immediately, Moonjumper just scampers over towards you with his giant tail, like, flailing like a helicopter behind him. Hi! 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 Warrior was, like, doing his zone-out moment, and he looks over, he's like, Ah!
4: Run, Jeff. Yeah? He's, like, running after him and is just like, Wait, you can't go running at people like that. It might be scary to them, you gotta be slow and gentle. All yeah. right!
2: And- and Cree just kind of like, walks over to Wart and like
4: gently takes his hand and like holds it out to Moon Moon. Moon Moon, this is Wart. Wart! This is Moon Jumper, I call him Moon Moon. The other one is Sun Dancer, I like to call her Sunny.
0: He smiles and pets them and looks at Moon Jumper and goes, I see what you call Moon Jumper. (laughs) Yeah. Moon 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 gets like a really wide uh, smile. Uh, Wert, roll me acrobatics. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. Acrobatics. uh, Nat 20. Hell oh yeah. damn, okay. So you see this big ass hyper as all give out <laughs> direwolf go in to try and give you a big ol' lick and you immediately dodge out of the way He's like nope <laughs> no 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 thank you. I'm good I'm good <laughs> is still like looking at you like wide eyed, the biggest smile on his snoot as his
6: tail is going a thousand miles a minute. You're going to have to let him lick you eventually. It's kind of custom when you're around us. He It'll dies. happen
4: eventually, no matter what you do.
0: Yes, but I would like to avoid the inevitable as long as possible. He's, sm- acrobatic fan. <laughs> <laughs> Good he's luck. smiling like he's clearly not like 100% serious. 19. Oof. Not bad, okay. My acrobatics is only plus one. So. Only plus one. Man, you keep dodging like this. This next time, like you, you dodge it again. You're like nope. I said no, no, thank you. He says it very firmly Well like holding his face. Like his fingers are like on his face, and his palms are holding his snoot. And he's like, no, no, thank you. you. You immediately see the biggest puppy dog eyes from this from this big boy. Did I roll something to resist? <laughs> uh, roll me insight as pupper is going to roll deception. Twenty <laughs> four. Oh my god, you yeah. beast! Yeah. beast <laughs> you beast! You see through it! <laughs> say, he goes, No, nice try, but no. <laughs> 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 I can't. I can't with this. fucking this dog up.
2: Kree is just, just giggling at all of this.
0: M- Moon Moon is still giving the big puppy dog eyes. He's, he's understanding. He's just loving this for the overall attention and chuckles as his tail is still gently wagging behind him how big are their ears like do they have tall pointy ears um well considering dire wolves are like pretty fucking huge they're not like gargantuan hold on let me pull up their stats i'm asking more like are they upping pointy ears or floppy ears like golden retrievers um they're pointed more like a german shepherd or a husky Okay, so he kind of, oh, like, oh. gently, like, cups, like, the bottom of their ear, his ears and, like, starts flopping them around, like, scritching them. Oh, he... <laughs> Roll me acrobatics as you feel Moon Moon start to feel so comfortable that he starts... Y- you see him starting to fall towards you. <laughs> I got a 16. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, where, where's my die? Ha! <laughs> you. You begin to feel Moon Moon's weight get more and more powerful on you, and eventually, like right at the last second, you're like, oh shit! And you slip out, and Moon Moon just kind of flops on the floor. Jeez! <laughs> oh, got <laughs> he goes, oops, um. Is he, is he okay? Uh, I was liking that. Mama Kree! <laughs> mama
4: Kree! Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I got it all
2: over that for a second. Oh. <laughs> mama Kree! She hardly a mama. She a baby. But uh, she just kind of like... Giggles and walks for it and like continues
4: uh, scratching his ears. He's fine. He was just really liking it.
0: Oh, okay. Good. I was worried I might have like hurt his jaw or something. As fun that as this
3: just- is, uh, we should probably get going. That speak with animals spell only lasts so long, and we have a long, long trip ahead of us.
0: Ah, yeah. at which point the. That- the puppers, like, their ears perk up, looking over towards the entrance, seeing you, Yorgia, as Kree, you hear from from Moonjumper as his tail just goes absolutely bonkers. Hi!
4: Hi! 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 Yay, Yorgia.
0: So, uh, you, you hear from Sunny. Are we going?
4: Yep. We just gotta go get the wagon!
0: Alrighty. Who is all ready to go on the road? We are! Yay. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> As you will eventually get all your gear, getting... Like, getting everything prepped to begin your way out on your first ever adventure, You can't help but feel a little conflicted, especially given the morning's efforts. However, there's still something... something to be had with this change of pace as you begin to... sort of... take in the moment. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? A lot of things have happened all at once. But part of you feels compelled to want to do this and keep going but part of you can't help but feel that fate has something else in mind. Regardless with the companions that you have in hand you begin to make your way to outside of the bounty folk where you begin to Set the puppers on the wagon to lead, getting your information uh, that you need, and having a map at the ready in the back of your wagon to begin your journey outside. Yorgia, you notice, since you are tuned to your compass, that when you step outside, there's a almost near-blinding lights uh, towards the entrance of the bounty folk. Sort of next to you all as you get everything together. Ugh. Are you guys ready to go? Mm-hmm.
3: Y- yeah. Yorki is kind of like shielding her
0: eyes trying to see through the bright light. it I mean, it's bright but it's not like super bright. It's probably gonna be bright you have a feeling that it's probably gonna become brighter the farther away that you get from here.
4: Uh Yogi doesn't like that.
3: So why did no one tell me did... that I was gonna go blind while using this?
0: <laughs> well I mean and yes, they did say there Lady was a-mary is blind, so <laughs> Well, your kid didn't make that
3: connection. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you all begin your way outside of the Bounty Folk, taking the path that you have been told. It's You've left by around mid-morning, so you're probably only going to get about four hours, maybe six, if you push it, of travel before you're going to have to find somewhere to camp. And given the... about a distance that the O'Meary's told you, this is probably going to be a little over two days' worth of travel one way. So if you can find that beacon, it's definitely going to help you guys out. But... Okay. With that, as you all begin your traveling. I want everyone and I will also roll for Angus, considering Robin is having uh some fun with their with their friends and partners. I would like everyone to roll me Investigation. Okay. Not twenty oh, Not twenty.
2: <gasps> <Nice. Hey>! <laughs> <laughs> I have not a dirty twenty. <laughs> 20.
0: I have a dirty 20. Nice! That is really nice, you guys. Um,
2: I have gotten more nat 20s with this dice than, like, any other die I've ever had. It's a really nice dice. It's it,
0: treasure it, worship this that nice... dice.
2: And I mean, like, I know it's not loaded, because it's definitely rolled me other things before that weren't as good, but, like... Holy crap, this one's giving me a lot of nat 20s. Worship
0: that dice or it's going to bite you in the ass.
2: <laughs> I love you.
0: <laughs> All of you, uh, given the average uh, score that you guys got, it's you don't really see anything at first. It's mostly rather bright sky when you get out of the, for- the decrepit forest that the Bounty Folk location was residing in. Now, it is bright getting to afternoon early evening you the air and the weather around you almost gives you a lot more vigor making this a situation feel a little more triumphant than you may have originally thought like yeah we're seeing the world not so much The entire world. But we're seeing a lot more than. We're used to. Maybe there's something of worth to that. Eventually. It gets to about. Late evening. About. Eight. In the. Eight in the. Evening. The sun. Is beginning to set. The. The sky has gone pinkish purplish almost and you all begin to make camp and immediately the, for most of you the memory of a well-renowned chef among your companions is now lost as Angus rather solemnly Roma just threw his, uh, his tote of ingredients that he saved for himself that he once worked alongside your fated friend to begin cooking everyone a nightly meal. And... Towards the... Towards the end of the sunset in the horizon, You were all greeted with plates of cooked food. But you can tell from the looks that it's very solemn food. Not well-spiced, not really well-kept ingredients at the moment. It's just food. It's filling. But it's not the comfort that you were used to. We're, you're also given a plate from this, as Angus is struggling to find words at the moment as he begins to chow down on his on his own food. For a moment, through the silence, Angus bites his lip for a moment. So, first night, how's everyone taking travel?
3: I mean, it isn't anything new.
0: Oh, I should probably set some food for Moonjumper and Sundancer. Um... Who minds not having seconds? I didn't make a lot. I won't have seconds. I'm good.
4: Sunny and Moon Moon can also have my share.
0: No, Cree. You need I had a lot
4: for breakfast.
3: Aw, does your tummy hurt? No. You should still
0: eat.
4: I have my favorite sign.
0: Okay. I appreciate the offer, Kree. At least eat some. I think she means her seconds. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you, Kree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Where did you want seconds? Nah, I'm good. Right. Siobhan? Yes? Did you want seconds? No. Good. Neither did I. As you see him, like, get up from the little... grass patch that he was sitting at, taking uh, one of the spare... I'm forgetting the actual name of it. Kind of a cross between a bowl and a plate. A rather large one. Um, Saucer? Saucer. There we go. (laughs) <laughs> taking uh, two rather large uh, saucers and putting the the remaining the, the remaining edible barely edible food uh, on before walking over to uh, the pumpers for a moment who are now currently actually taking off the reins of the wagon as he begins to mutter something. For those that wish to listen, I would like you to roll perception. Okay. Perception. Uh, There it is. I got a dirty 20. (laughs)
6: 18. Okay.
3: 17. Wait, I'm sorry, was it perception rolling?
0: Perception, yeah.
3: Sorry, I zoned out for a second. You're good. Uh, That would be a 14.
0: Okay, all of you are able to hear this really melancholic um, sound from Angus as he's talking to the that, talking to Moon Moon and Sunny not really seeming to care if they can understand him at this particular moment or not as he goes I'm sorry that I couldn't make food as good as he could I hope this is alright as he sets Kree down actually
2: does like, Kree actually does like it, it's not like a whimper like it's It's almost was Just a small little, like, sad squeak noise.
0: At which point, uh, Angus kind of walks back over to you all, uh, sitting Lotus-style when he gets back to his little patch. So... I assume we're probably going to need someone to be first watched. I
4: don't mind staying up for a little while.
0: Angus, do you even need to sleep? Well, yeah, I really don't need to sleep, but... (sighs) Meditation hasn't been so well, either.
4: You should try and get some rest, Angus.
0: Would probably Uh... be best. I can
3: try. Can't guarantee anything. Yvonne, you are you don't need to sleep either, do you? You can True. probably take first watch.
6: You're right. I don't mind taking first watch. I can follow afterwards. I'm not
3: usually one who sleeps completely through the night.
4: I'm not tired
0: right now. Right, I, I mean... We still have... A few hours, I think, before we really need to sleep, but it's good to think ahead. Mm-hmm. I
3: mean, definitely. I mean, if we go to bed now, we can get an early start on the day. More daylight to travel on. We could, yeah. That is a doesn't good seem point. like, doesn't seem like any of us are in the mood to sit around and chat today.
0: It's... I think we can all agree that it's been a lot.
3: Yorgia takes f- th- 51 points of psychic damage and instantly
0: dies. <laughs> <laughs> that is great, though! What fun! You
3: see, it's funny because she's resistant to
0: psychic damage. <laughs> so that would mean 104 damage! <laughs> Oh my god!
3: <laughs> with that, Yorgia um decides to um make her tent and go to sleep. She tells Siobhan to wake her up when she's done with her first watch.
0: All right, we'll do. All right. So, for those of you that may not have the best of times, namely, well, actually, really, that's all of you that (laughs) isn't doing first watch, I need all of you to roll me, uh, constitution checks. Is this
3: just going to be a new game mechanic that you're constantly going to make us fucking suffer?
0: Uh, I have a nineteen.
3: I roll. I got a
2: thirteen. Twenty-two. Okay. Cree. Yes.
0: The night at the moment makes you feel mm. a, a, a sense four. of loneliness. Oh, you're you're fine, Shimon. You're keeping mm. watch. Mm. But Cree, the night for you grows. A little cold as you struggle to allow yourself to fall asleep, feeling the
2: Oh the, I never said Cree of... went to bed. I thought I I thought oh. I said that Cree was kind of like staying up with Siobhan for a little while. She oh. she hadn't gone to bed Rope. she hadn't gone to bed with everybody else. Okay. Yeah, she's just kind of like she she has her knees like tucked up to her and she's just kind of like sitting it on the ground like staring at the fire for a little You're... while um, okay and uh, like it, it doesn't like after most everybody else has gone to bed um, and it's just her and Siobhan like uh <laughs> Kree is going to um well you have some not like, some
0: nice thoughts and memories running through your yeah. running through the back of your head yeah. right now
2: well, do you want to explain those and then I can say what um, Creed does about them? or
0: Sure, if you don't mind. Yeah. It's memories of when you were with Leoden. More specifically the last few days before you had left. You can't help but be reminded of the similar feelings of melancholy and fear. And as you stare into the uh, the fire uh, for a moment that's kind of keeping you and Siobhan warm as tiny as it is for the sake of not drawing that much attention you can't help but see familiar hair in the flames.
2: there's kind of like a lump in Kree's throat and she she takes a moment and then carefully pulls out her pan flute and quietly begins to play a song that um that rem- that reminds her of Leaden just it it's a it's a song that Leaden taught her um it's it's a song of goodbyes, um, of friends, like, being, of, of, of people, it's a song of goodbyes. It's a song about people who are not going to see each other for a while, and there's uncertainty in a reunion. Um, and sh- and that's the type of song she plays, and it's one that, that Leaden had talked to her. Would you like me to roll performance?
0: Uh, sure. Roll me performance.
4: Twenty-six.
0: You manage to keep like not manage. You keep your wits about you as you play the tune. In this moment, compared to previous moments where it's where this song has brought you fear. Confusion, surprise—it you can't help but feel a comfort when you play it yourself, as you sort of lull yourself to grounding yourself in this situation. And Siobhan. Hmm. I want you to roll me a history
5: check. Okie dokie.
6: Let's see. Um. Do 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 do. Hmm. Office. Okay, that's going to be a. Hmm.
0: It's hard to pinpoint, but the song sounds familiar. Like, from the Feywild, familiar. You remember the occasional uh, bardic troop uh, running through your hometown, but you can't really think of specific names or faces, but you do remember that it was a long time ago before you came to the material plane that you heard a song like this. It's not exact, but it's close. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Shivan
6: kind of she sits there and listens to Cree and stirs the embers of the fire, around with an old loose piece of wood. She doesn't want to. <laughs> oh God, sorry. Um, she doesn't want to interrupt Cree.
0: Cree, how long are you thinking of playing for her bit? Are you starting to get tired?
2: She doesn't play very long. It's, it's maybe, like, 10, 15-ish minutes, maybe 20, but by, by, like, by, by, like, a 20-minute mark, she has, like, she's, like, definitely, like, made herself a bit sleepy, um, but, like, you can kind of, like, there's, like, a part of her, like, like, she, she does, like, a very short set of a few songs, mainly, mainly ones that Liadin, uh, taught to her. And, like, about 20 minutes, um, of just playing, she kind of, like, sets, uh, puts her pan flute back, um, and, uh, and continues staring at the fire for just a little bit.
5: Three.
6: Hmm? Where did you Where did you learn that melody?
4: Oh, the one I was just playing? Mm-hmm. Leah didn't taught it to
5: yeah. me. Mm
4: mm-hmm. Mhm. I met her a really long time ago and she taught me everything I know. And she mm-hmm. took care of me for a really long time, but it's been a even longer time since I've seen her.
6: I remember hearing that melody at at my own house. But that was that was a long, 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 long time ago too.
4: Huh.
6: Funny how these things work out.
2: Cree mm-hmm. yawns. Um, and she looks very sleepy now.
6: Three, go to bed
2: Mm -hmm. Okay (laughs) She kind of just like Very like Slowly just kind of like Stands up, she sways a little bit Like you know, like when a little kid is like really sleepy They Mm -hmm. like slay a little bit And she just Carefully plops over to Her and Angus's tent And crawls inside And crawls up next to Angus And falls asleep
0: Siobhan, Angus, I, like, oh, sorry. Sorry, no, you're good.
6: Eh. Oh, Siobhan just pokes at the fire a little bit more and, and absently hums the melody.
0: Angus, uh, for your context, Cree, uh, Angus has been laying on his back, just looking like he's sleeping, but more doing like his normal meditative stuff. He seems to be pretty okay. He's getting he's getting the rest that he needs.
2: Good. Uh Cree kind of like nods at that and like curls up next to him um both for her own comfort and also a little bit for his. Um She quietly hums a lullaby that Leaden used to sing to her. As she kind of drifts off to sleep
0: Uh, Wurt Yorgia Yes, Yes. that's my name I assume the two of you Were also sharing a tent at the moment Yeah Uh, I assume so, yes Okay Are the both of you Well, the both of you have been kind of Dozing
3: Yurkiya went to sleep, right. like, was one of the first to go to sleep, so she's
0: probably already out. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah, your your dreams are pretty okay. We're, your, your dreams are pretty okay, too.
3: Yorkia doesn't dream.
0: Well, your dream walking is going pretty okay. <laughs> <laughs> no bad circumstances at the moment, no bad memories that you're prying into. Actually, how about you roll me- Roll me a d4 to see whose dreams you're going to pry into. Okay, I'm choosing
3: the pink- I'm choosing the pink one. So let's see what happens. Uh, I rolled a one, so... Um,
0: Oh dear. You're- what? I just said, oh dear. Uh, you end up going into Moon Moon's dreams.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I
3: was taking you the list. I got you. I got you. No. <laughs> what is he dreaming about?
0: <laughs> a very, a very simple dream as any dire wolf would would want. Um, being able to munch on, uh, the victim a game from a victorious battle, while gaining headpats of people that he loves, being hey. in the presence of like really nice company. <laughs> so it's a pretty peaceful dream. It's pretty peaceful, except for the bits of blood that are staining Moon Moon's snout as he's just gouging into um, his his part, his share of the bounty as it were. Mm. That doesn't I mean, come on, he's, a, he's a wolf.
3: That doesn't particularly <laughs> bother Yorg. Yeah, She doesn't really get squicked out by gore.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's a pretty pleasant dream seeing Moon men all happy and content like this. Even in his dreams, he is very hyper and very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
3: <laughs> Yorkia was hoping to hopefully pry into Wurt's dreams, but I guess she
0: failed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Siobhan! Yes? As mm-hmm. it is slowly getting close to the end of your part of the watch, mm-hmm. I want you to roll me...
6: Perception. Oh, boy. Okay. Perception. Perception.
5: Yeah. All right. Ooh, uh... 18.
0: Okay. You struggle to... that. You begin to feel the tiredness begin to come over you. You're about ready to tap out and ask uh, the next person to follow up after you to... Keep watch. But then... You hear the rustling of grass behind you. Mm. It's... Not incredibly close, but close enough. Mm -hmm. What do you do?
6: Well... uh, Siobhan slowly stands up and uncoils her whip. And... Tries to as quietly as she can uh, move a little closer towards the rustling. Roll me
0: stealth. Okay. Wow. I am. What you get, lucky lady.
6: Not rolling great tonight. Okay, so uh, I got a eight for stealth. Okay,
0: you try and like crouch down with your uh, with your weapons in your hand. Unfortunately, you're you're still wearing your armor. your very very yeah. heavy armor. As even your your attempt to like do very small movements really makes your armor ring like the mm-hmm. like that that kind of feel as you hear oh, what was that
6: What do you mean? What was that? Who are you? Show yourself. And
0: at, at which point um you see From behind a near uh, tree trunk, a half elf uh, looking uh, person, rather androgynous looking, long uh, brown braided hair that is down to uh, like mid back in very uh, simple uh, like clothing, but also a little unkempt with a. Uh, with a uh, longbow in their hands and the uh, with the scabbard of a short sword at their side. They look over towards you for a moment, a little wide-eyed. Oh shit, boss, we've been spotted! I need everyone <laughs> actually no. I'm going to let you all have a reaction. As you hear this person shout, oh boss, we've been spotted. And we're going to roll initiative next session. You can't do that, we have 35 minutes left. He can, he's the DM. I mean, if you want to keep going, I mean, not I mean, I mean we're, how far we go with it. It's been We're not months. going to
2: get through. I mean, no, we're not well, gonna here's, here's the thing, here's the thing. Yeah, we're not gonna get through it, and also, Robin's not here. And yeah. I right. feel bad that, like, Robin wouldn't be able to do, like, our first- co- Wouldn't be able to join our first
6: combat in a while. Right, and I'm literally falling over in my chair, so... <laughs> oh no! I, I would like to go sleepy-sleep.
5: <laughs> right, okay.
6: Yeah, that's totally fine. Oh, oh so, but my, my attempt, if, if I get if I get the one reaction as I hear this, my, my reaction is to fucking fall forward and try and tackle this bitch.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, roll me, um, let's see. It's gonna be, uh, contested, okay. um, at, so, hold on. Trying to double check this bit. Um, You are rolling athletics against their acrobatics. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
6: mm-hmm. Okay, so that is a uh, okay. it.
0: All right, my come on, come on, on, on.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> twenty four. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Finally.
0: Damn. Okay, by just one, by just one point. So, <laughs> with this, seeing uh, this this androgynous person uh, behind a tree trunk, like wide-eyed for a, a split second, almost seeming like a deer in a like in in the line of a guiding bolt, like immediately just start preparing their their longbow and an arrow readying to go to aim it straight for your face, you knock them off of their feet. And, <laughs> like, pushing them to the ground, they lose grip of their, uh, of their longbow and arrow, which falls about, uh, five feet, uh, next to them. Uh, everyone else, what are you doing? Um, I wanna- As- s- uh, Sorry. Uh, go ahead. As go ahead. you also hear- um, You hear another bow, like, you hear a bow actually take fire, but it completely misses not only your guys' tents, but thankfully also misses the puppers as mm. an arrow like hits the ground like right next to a moon jumper as he wakes up in, an abs- in a near panic and Sunny jumps up surprised as you hear the rustling of four other figures alongside the one archer that you have now grappled, Siobhan. There is gotcha. one other archer and three um, melee three, attackers. Yeah, melee. They they got they got they got swords. They got spears. They don't look nice. Okay, uh, what Yorgia's doing is
3: she's going to take her reaction. Um, I keep on forgetting to do this, but I have Mithril Scale Mail, and I keep forgetting to put it in my- put it on. (laughs) Yorgia's going to do that. (laughs) That's
2: kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean- You might want to put your armor on. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I do that. Um, the thing is, the reason I keep avoiding it is because- it keeps on showing me all this di- all these disadvantages, but because it's Mithril, I don't have those disadvantages, but seeing the big red um, dice sign saying I have disadvantage is like, eh. uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's what Yorokia does in this time.
4: Uh, uh,
2: Kree kind of like hears the shouting, and like here's the thing, like part of her brain is just like still asleep, but like She kind of, like, jumps out of the tent and, like, she- she's kind of, like, you know how, like, when a cat's fur stands on end and it's, like, you know, freaking out a little bit?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a
2: bit like that. It's, like, she hasn't- she's kind of, like, she- she, like, runs out of the tent kind of on all fours and she's just kind of, like, she hasn't stood up on two feet yet. She's on all fours, um... Kind of, like, trying- to, like, just outside the tent, like, trying to figure out, okay, what's going on, who's, like, shouting, who do I need to, like, who do I need to aim, aim at, and it's, like, um, she hasn't shifted yet, but, like, how do I say it? it's, like, she could at any second if, like, her brain doesn't catch up with her kind of thing.
0: It's mm. Like,
2: her body just kind of, like, panicked and leapt into a- like, base instincts panicked and leapt into action. Mm. So, yeah, she's. I think she's outside of her tent, like, and scanning to see. Like, scanning to find enemies.
0: Okay. Um. Where, what are you doing? Because you also have a reaction. So I was asleep when all this happened, right? Oh, no! Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: everybody was. Everybody everyone was. Except,
0: everyone except for Siobhan was asleep. Now you are hearing, you heard one arrow uh, be fired. You hear the sounds of someone tackling another person. And you hear the mm-hmm. rustling of four other individuals. Supposedly surrounded.
2: Uh, you also heard, boss, they found us, or something like that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. boss, they
2: spotted mm-hmm. us! Mm-hmm.
0: So, What exactly, like, am I allowed to do here? Because I recognize that this is not an official, like, fight. Right, um... Think of it as, so reaction isn't the best word for this that I've been using. So you're able to do one action in this situation. And I will allow a movement because you guys have been kind of spooked. So like this is your like immediate like, oh gods, something's happening. We need to move kind of thing. So, Wirt comes out of the tent. He's got his staff on him. He kind of, like, gets a look around to see where, like, everyone's at at this moment. Like, who's fighting who? Who's awake? Who's still... What? Right. Basically. Yeah, it- so Siobhan... Yeah, you see, mm-hmm. uh, from the corner of your eye, Siobhan has one person grappled, and you see the figures of one other archer, uh-huh. and... Three, uh... That three individuals with relatively... Uh, relatively thick armor. Okay. Um... I'm really bad at these things.
6: You're... You're okay. <laughs> you can uh ready a wool weapon if you have one or you can use your action to say something or um, you can hide behind something just anything uh-uh, and basically do. takes out
0: his staff goes up to the nearest person and tries to whack them with it
1: nice all right <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Or a laughs> knee-jerk
0: reaction is he's just like well fuck this that is going to be the second um archer, the one that is not grappled. Uh roll a hit.
2: Oh, I didn't know I was going to be allowed to use an action. I thought we were just <laughs> like saying, hey, let's get ready.
0: Oh god, no, I don't know. Sorry, what I, I should roll. have explained it better. I'm not sure what I so rolled on you... a staff. Okay, so you you see your staff on your like on your actions? Yeah. Hold on. So There we go. Yeah. So we we roll go. a d20 and then add whatever Oh. D20. Uh that one got a 13. Okay, unfortunately that misses as you go to like Aah! and oh the- no wait I rolled the wrong thing. Oh, I just oh, rolled oh. a random d20. Hold on. Oh no. <laughs> okay. I'm oh, us- wow. I'm using the D and D Beyond because I don't have dice. Oh, okay. So I rolled fair. the wrong thing. No, that's worse. I got that's a seven. Not- <laughs> no, never no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it still it still misses as you go to try and whap uh, the archer. A little spooked, but still dodges it out of the way. He kind of looks over. That looks over to the. Nightly that individual setter. Uh, somewhat close by. Yeah, the renegades! They're a little more powerful than we thought, and they got company! Mm-hmm. Um...
2: Did we lose someone?
0: So... Kirk left. I think so. Oh. oh.
2: Yeah, Kirk left. Oh. Mm. He um...
0: accidentally got jumped to somewhere else. He got some uh. jumped to AFK. Oh, oh, no. Someone move him back out of the Hold on. I got him. <laughs> oh, No. There we uh-huh. go. But yeah, so Angus, a little spooked, um, wakes up, like kind of pretty surprised as he uh, steps out as well, looking around, seeing the uh, seeing the archer that is near Wurt uh, for a moment. Uh, he's about ready to um, to cast a something at them, but then sees one of the knightly figures who was a little too close to Cree for Angus's liking. So he is going to cast a spell on that dude, and he has to make a constitution saving throw... Which he succeeds, so he takes half damage. As those that are outside of the of your tents, you see, um, a not so much gaseous, but still like really green, disgusting kind of spray come out of this magic that that, that Angus conjures as it blasts towards um one of the uh, the guards. It hits and he's not happy about it, but it doesn't do as much damage as um as Angus would have wanted, clearly. As yet he the the, the knight who took the 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 brunt of that poisonous spray is not happy. I mean, he's not on death door by any means, but he's kind of gagging, a little bit. All right. So that is everyone's actions and reactions. Man, I didn't, even,
2: I didn't realize that I was oh. allowed to actually like use a spell or something.
0: I mean, if I'm you, if you want, I will. I can allow you to use a spell before we finalize Saints Creed if you want.
2: Um. Let me think. I mean, I mean she just we're, woke. We're gonna f- yeah. fight. Him. I mean, I we're mean, gonna
6: fight. I can't. I can't make your decisions for you. But like, we're we're gonna yeah, fight no, no. him. So yeah,
2: I get that. Actually, so instead of a spell, um, can okay, can so Cree like panicked, like ran out of the tent. Like she's not on two feet. Right? She's not on two feet. She's on all fours. Um. And she's kind of, like, she's spooked, and, like, you know, f- f- a part of her brain's in wild animal mode right now. Um, can I say that she, um, like, sees the, like, what whoever, like, sees whatever, like, closest person is to her, and, like... Uh, Liz, I want to roll an intimidation check as she kind of, like, sh- snarls at them.
0: <laughs> that would be the night that Angus, uh, sprayed poison Perfect. into.
2: Perfect. Intimidating. <laughs> We're gonna- roll The tiny five-foot child's gonna try and intimidate <laughs> him. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good roll. Um... Let me- where's my- I just saw Intimidation. Where'd it go? There it is.
0: Uh... So that's a 23. Ooh. At- like, at which point, you see this very tall and, like, really buff-looking individual, or at least you think buff, because of how big the armor is, looks over towards you, Here's your snarl. It's like a snarling
2: uh-huh. hiss! And her teeth, like, they- While they aren't, like, you know, exactly cat-like, Her teeth are a bit sharper than most humans. (laughs) And her eyes right now, like, I imagine her eyes are, like, slits. Like, you know, cat
4: slits.
0: Yeah. He looks at you, and you see the color just drain from his face. (laughs) Uh Oh, shit. Boss, they got a cat! They got a cat (laughs) thing! Human? Girl? (laughs) I don't know! But it's a cat, and I don't like cats! I'm allergic to cats! Keep it away! <laughs> Keep it away! <laughs> and, and that is where we're going to end tonight's session. We will <laughs> roll initiative next week. The
2: Yes, I finally got Kree to intimidate someone. I've been <laughs> waiting for this moment. Are we
0: going to level up <laughs> yeah, after this? We'll, we'll see. <laughs> but no, you want to know how... Poorly, this dude rolled on his constitution oh to make sure that he didn't get intimidated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. How? He rolled a five. A one.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a five. That's how much my po- Listen, I could have, I could have rolled a two, and I still would have intimidated this dude because my intimidation is a plus five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking a. Uh, Amazing. No, you could have rolled a one. You're like a kitty, scorned. You could have rolled a one and intimidated him. So, oh, yeah. Plus five. <laughs> Do not mess with the barns. <laughs> Hell, half, no. You're like a kitty, scorned.
2: You get the half proficiency with stuff, it just makes your day.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: I love barns, man. It's just like... Jacks of all trades, they can do anything.
0: <laughs> <for>. <laughs> yeah, how did everyone like it? that nice little you know, good taste now that we are back at it! Oh, let's <laughs> <we> get <laughs>
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we will get to a lot more of this good stuff and we will roll initiative and have a lot more of a good time. Next week. With that said, this has been Tyler, M Bulky, Melissa, and our newest member, Ethan, with their character work, and we shall say bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye-bye.
1: Enjoy your lawn rest. <laughs>